Hi, I'm Lacey Quinlan, and you're listening to Pillow Talk, a podcast where we take Arthur Aaron's 36 question study, otherwise known as the questions that lead to love, and get couples to ask the questions to each other right here on this podcast. Each episode will feature a different couple, whether it's two strangers, siblings, best friends, a married couple, or even two people who have had a one night stand, and we see if the 36 questions lead to love or make them fall even further. This is an extra special episode because it marks the end of season one of Pillow Talk. If you like the podcast and want to see it live another season, subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud. Today's episode is also special because it features one of my best friends of the last 10 years, Cameron McIntyre, and her boyfriend, Colin Russell. Cameron and Colin have been dating for five and a half years. The two of them met in high school where they went on a very romantic Tim Hortons date, more on that in the podcast, and they've been together ever since. Cameron and Colin have also been long distance for the majority of their relationship, which they explain is not without its challenges. I got a small taste of this when trying to coordinate taking their couple's pictures for the podcast. However, despite any difficulties that may accompany a long distance relationship, theirs is one that is clearly filled with a lot of love. Here is Cameron and Colin. I'm Cameron. And I'm Colin. And how do you two know each other? Uh, I guess about six years of dating. <laughs> Five. Five years, yeah. <laughs> it feels like a long time. We met in high school. Little Tim Hortons date. Yeah. Had a few pre-planned conversations. A lot of them. A lot of them. Not the best topics. And uh, took her out to Tim Hortons back when you weren't vegan and... Were you vegetarian? Yeah. Yeah. Got a nice tea or two. And we talked about some pretty cliche topics. Like what? Travel. Yeah. But more importantly... Travel's the only one I remember. More importantly, I think I asked you... The first thing I asked you was oh, yeah. uh, what your stance on uh, drugs and alcohol were. And I was in like, what grade? What was that grade? You don't know this? 12? So like, yeah, th- we were walking out of Donald's. <laughs> there's, there's like a preface to this, but go ahead. No, there isn't. Yeah, from my standpoint. We were 10 steps out of school on our way to Tim Hortons for like a... Was it actually a date? Was it like... Yeah, Okay. Sure. And we don't know each other really at all. So I'm just quiet and you start asking me questions. And you go, so Cameron, how do you feel about uh, drugs and alcohol? <laughs> what did I say? I Didn't said, have the best game at the time. Uh, uh, you're like, yeah, fine? it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really too against I'm okay it. if people do that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But yeah... My like my preface to this is that I saw Cameron as a very um, innocent individual, and uh, I don't know. I I figured she was like super religious and stuff, which is great and all. But I just kind of wanted to. Barb at work yesterday called me unworldly. You've changed. I've changed. You've changed a lot. But yeah, so I was just kind of like feeling it out. I wanted to know what the deal with this girl was. and this is like back in high school, so it's a little embarrassing to talk about it now. Did you know that you would end up dating for uh, five years? No. No. I think we neither of us on that Tim Hortons date thought I did not. I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. I was just like trying to get through the Tim Hortons date because it was <laughs> brutal. But uh, I don't know. How has your relationship changed since high school? Oh, man. It's a big one. <laughs> Well, through five years, there's been uh, been a few changes, I guess. I don't really know. Like, one of the things we bring up a lot is that, like, probably about 30, 40% of the relationship we've been apart because of school. So, like, that definitely 
puts its damper on like how our relationship evolves Mm -hmm. over time. So I find like when we're together, obviously things are changing, but then when we're not together, things are just like, just transplanted in time. Like there's no changes over that. It's just like us trying to get through Mm -hmm. these like not the best few months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good answer. Mm -hmm. Do you want to start? Sure. Go ahead. All right, so given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Um, I would have Mindy Cowling as my dinner guest. But like half, no, I would say like half Mindy Lahiri and then Mindy Cowling for like the humor at the beginning. And then like, I think she's really intelligent and hilarious after that. And I think she'd eat anything I served her in like a really nice way. It's really cute. <laughs> In a nice way. <laughs> in like a gracious way. Honestly, that's kind of how I think of you when you're eating. Thank you. Just like graciously eating. Am I supposed to, should I answer now? Um, I don't know if you could answer this yourself, but I would definitely have Anderson Pack. He's like favorite artist right now. And uh, I thought you were going to say like Stuart McLean. I'm not real. No, he would talk <laughs> my ear off for too long. But like, I'm not like too excited about the concept of like having dinner with someone. It's more like, I feel like he would turn it into something else. And he's such a fun guy. He's got a lot of really cool like experiences. A rap I don't know about a rap session, but like maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like he has a lot more, like way cooler experiences than I ever would. And like I secretly long to be him. I get it. So. I knew that. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Would you like to be famous? And if so, in what way? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm pretty like okay with not uh, not being famous. I think it would feel good to be known for work that you've done. Yeah. But I wouldn't intentionally like to be famous. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of work being famous. Yeah. You're constantly being surveyed. It's a lot of restrictions. All right. Yep. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? <laughs> Why? Every single time. Yeah. Um, usually if you're around, I make you call people, which oh, I should really, really did that, change. Did that happen today? That happened today. I'm getting this painting framed for my dad, and we were calling the framing depot, and I had to get Colin to do it. I didn't have to, but I prefer. It felt like I had to. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of had to. Yeah, I never have to rehearse what I have to say. Yeah. I always just go for it. I probably make a fool of myself more than you do because you're well practiced and whatnot. But you use like voices a lot. I use voices. What does that mean? Like when you go through drive-throughs. I guess oh, it's not the same as talking. No, that's just that's just like putting on a show for you no i know it's not because you're nervous it's just no for, for fun um but yeah no i never i don't know if i'm like calling the bank or the framing depot i'm just chatting with them no problem just chatting i have gotten time. better over time with it you have it was bad at the start but yeah. uh yeah is there a question about rehearsing your order when you're ordering food too because i do that as well mm. i think it saves everyone time except me you were probably doing that at uh tim hortons that day? day? For yeah. sure I was. First, for sure. Yeah. I was practicing, like, wow, how I could pay for your food. So much so that you didn't. That's right. I was way <laughs> too nervous. I didn't know what your stances were. Did you want me to pay for it? You there was I mean? a lot of shuffling around. I don't know. Was, I was pretty nervous. Uh, I, I haven't made or come up with a pre-planned conversation for a long time. I, I think also that didn't kinda... know if we were, like, going for coffee. Because, like, in all the movies and stuff. On a first date, you, like, go for coffee, and we were going to Tim Hortons, so I was like, do I have to order coffee because I don't drink coffee? I got a bagel. You got a, Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of cream cheese in the center. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good bonding moment right there. That was 
Um, when did you last sing to yourself? Was it to someone? Well, that doesn't really make sense. So you're singing to yourself. It's not to someone. But <laughs> I'll answer both. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's me. Um, sing to myself every time I'm in the car alone. Yeah. Um, the Spotify, what's it called? At the end of the year, Spotify Wrapped came mm. out. And I knew that Taylor Swift would be at the top because anytime I'm in the car alone for a long haul drive, I listen to the Fearless, the Fearless album on repeat and sing it. I just told uh, my friend Paige that and um, she hasn't talked to me since then. Taylor was so good back then though. Oh, so she was incredible. So I don't know why you wouldn't good. like that. Um, I back that. To anyone else? Not, it's not something I do, like a happy birthday song maybe? Yeah. That's probably the last time. Mm -hmm. um, singing to myself, I don't know. Probably playing guitar over exams. And then I kind of sung Message Mine to you this morning. Yeah, you did. I like it. Thanks. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Oh, jeez. Oh yeah, you're asking me. I always mm -hmm. think you're about to answer, but you're not. Um, looking back, I probably wish, like my younger self would wish I was allowed to do more stuff. Mm -hmm. Like my friends always joke that I was always grounded mm -hmm. as a kid. Like yeah, when, so that. when were you grounded? That was super important. Oh, like when we were dating? Mm-hmm. Um, in the first three months. Yeah, before we were dating, <laughs> I went to your house. Well, I slept over at my friend Kalis's house, mm -hmm. so I told my mom. And I actually did do that, but we came to your house with a group of people. Was that a Harry Potter movie night? Started out. These like are the that, kind yeah. of things I got grounded for, for watching Harry Potter. But I went to a boy's house without telling my mother. And, Big roast. And I got roasted for mm -hmm. it. And I was grounded for a month. And it was the first month we started dating because I think you asked me out the next day. That really put a damper on things. It also got me in trouble with your parents because then your parents were like, what a no, rebel child no, are you no. dating? My parents have never... I know, they tease me about it though. Oh, yeah. Not real trouble. They think you... Yeah. I think it's funny because <laughs> yeah. why would anyone ground me? Yeah. What would you change? Mm. Probably play more team sports. I was like in all kinds of individual sports and like I loved playing hockey later on. Like I loved my ski team loved uh what i do like tennis squash all that kind of stuff i think my dad thought that that was like best for me but too short for that stuff i need a team <laughs> to support me uh so yeah i don't know and then i played hockey in grade 11 like with all the guys and like had such a great time doing it and, and page, high page high page shouts out page um yeah no i had a great time doing it and um felt like i kind of missed out on like all the bonding, like the friends that they made through that, but also like still loved, you know, what I did, but that would definitely be the number one thing. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or the body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Jeez. Um, hmm. I'd probably say mind. Uh, there's some pretty awful stuff going on with uh, people in the realm of 90 years, I think, with Alzheimer's. I think having a mind of a 30-year-old would be pretty sweet because you're, like, peaked at that time. You've, like, learned everything pretty much I think there is to learn, maybe before babies. And uh, and you're just sharpened with it, and you can keep, like, producing and doing cool stuff. Yeah. 
but uh, in a wheelchair maybe, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Whatever it may be. How about you? Yeah, I would say the mind too. I get really excited about like what I'm going to look like when I'm old, like in a good way. Like I really want, I can't wait for my hair to be gray and then I get to wear like really colorful glasses, mm. even though I don't need them. Like that's what I see. And you I know get what? I think about that every day. Really yeah. excited about my future in that way. Mm-hmm. But um, there was another point to that, the mind. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think what you said about the sharpness of a 30 year old mind, but I wouldn't want to be like as frantic as I think I'm going to be when I'm 30. Okay. Like, I think when I'm 30, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I have a to-do list. There's so much going on in my life. Like when you like, you know, first home, first whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to have like <laughs> none of those things going on, but the like sharpness of the mind. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Hmm. That's a hard one. It is a really hard one. Um, Want me to go? Yeah, I guess. Um, it's probably not that I've like never, I've obviously told these people this before, but I don't probably tell my parents often enough that I love them. Mm-hmm. And why? I guess we're just, like I said earlier, we're not like super close in the way that people say that all the time mm-hmm. in some families. We like assume and know that it's true but we don't like vocally say it Mm. so I guess I'd want to say it yeah hmm I don't know I'm trying to trying to think something up here um hmm I think like recently I've been doing like more of that like saying stuff that I don't think I would have like I say that kind of stuff to my parents now like and it kind of goes along with what we were talking about earlier with just like cherishing like the affectionate side of like your relationships with family around you um so for the most part i've been i've been doing that and i think i would regret that the most if i wasn't like that and like if you asked me this question a few months ago even Mm -hmm. i would have said that for sure yeah um but right now like there's nobody i have outstanding that i have like something that i that's like hidden from them that they don't know about like what i think of them or Mm -hmm. that kind of thing so Pretty much right now is not, yeah, not much. Uh, what does friendship, the word, mean to you? I don't know. Um, what does friendship mean to me? I guess just people that you don't have to impress, and people that you enjoy spending time around that don't stress you out. Damn, that was good. I think that was really good. Thanks. Yeah, somebody you don't have to impress. That's like probably exactly what I would say. There you go. That's pretty good. Great. Although I feel like I have to impress you sometimes. That's different. Yeah, I guess. It is a bit. I guess. You do impress me. Thank you. (laughs) Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic about your partner. Show a total of five items. Share a total of five items. Do you think the next one's bad stuff? Maybe. Probably. So let's get really nice happy about first? this right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who starts? You. I'm going to say something. Okay. Um, you're good at swimming. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I like your eyes. Um, I think that you're like probably one of the most well-rounded people I know. And like, Thanks. I really do appreciate that about you. I'm trying to think of like good examples of that, but like very, very intellectual and like active and smart and it's like super kind all the time. So 
I don't know. <laughs> I think you're one of the most disciplined people I know. I envy your discipline mm. and respect it. Mm. Uh, you're like always open to try new stuff, which I really like. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't like enjoy dating someone who is not open to try new things and whatever it is, like going somewhere, you know, trying new foods. I'm someone who likes trying new foods. So. Are we going to try new foods right after this? We're definitely going. We're going to Danforth right after this. We're going to try some new stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Mm. Is that four? Sure. Four. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way you write cards. Really? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. I'm like super embarrassed yeah. every time I write cards. I like that your writing looks like a child's writing. Oh, physically. And right. I like that you try and draw things. Okay. Gotcha. That makes more sense. Yeah. Because I'm like super bad with writing, actually like writing words. Like physically writing them, but like yes. your words are nice. Oh, they're nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. All like of it that. together is very endearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. Did I tell you that I found your promposal card like two days ago? Mm, you found, you told me you found like the banner. I found the banner. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm throwing that away, but I'm going to keep are. the card. I found the card too. Oh, okay. This is a, this is the thing I like about you what? is that you're like not sentimental at all. <laughs> I like I don't. I said I'd keep the card. I don't really like like it. I just think it's hilarious because <laughs> you're just such like a sweet person, and then you're just like ah fuck it. I don't care about like <laughs> any of these cards or should I say that again and without swearing? No, no, that's okay. Fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I I don't care about any of this. Like it's like you could have a teddy bear from when you were born. North York General, and you would throw it in the garbage and torch it. <laughs> Seriously. I I, <laughs> you would. If it meant, like, cleaning up some space or some crap, I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're not that far off on that. I've, I've changed a lot. You've definitely swayed me. Oh, n- yeah. To be sorry. less sentimental? Yeah, you have. Yeah, def- Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, no. I've learned to, like, kind of... <sighs> I'm sorry. Whatever. Or maybe it's not you. I don't know. I just haven't. I'm less, less so now. I keep all your cards. I do, too. They're scattered around. Haven't been many lately. Yikes. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I got a, I got a good one coming. Don't worry. Um, Take your time. Mm. So many. Choose room. I like that the drunker you get, the kinder you get. Didn't always Some people be, get ruder when didn't, they drink. Didn't always be true. There was like a year yeah, I don't know. where you so got weird. meaner. But now you get so polite and <laughs> I think it's really funny That was nice. really weird. I, I'm like super embarrassed about that time. Yeah, but whatever. like. Glad it's not like that anymore. It's, it's good not. stuff. Good. Here you go. Oh Great. no, here we go. <laughs> Make three true we statements each. Okay. Um, That's hard. Um, we both uh, don't like the sound of our voice. Yeah. How's that? Sure. It's a pretty easy one. Yeah. We are excited to not be long distance anymore. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That'll be good. Um, I think we both like, like a lazy, like our favorite day of the week is probably Sunday. And like, we both like a lazy Sunday, but we do like to do different things. You're reading. I hate reading. You like exercise. No, but like, no, but we do like a lazy Sunday, but like, yeah, we do different things. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just watch TV. Yeah. Make breakfast. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we both ordered our Christmas presents for each other too late, and neither are going to make it here by Christmas. Very true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Every year. Yeah. 
One of the things that I think is really special about Cameron and Colin's relationship, and that I felt was touched on throughout the episode, is their history. Because they started dating in high school, they've known each other throughout a very transitional period of their life. For a lot of people who start dating in high school, university is a time where relationships crumble. This is due to a combination of many things. Sometimes it's distance and the fact that people need to take the time to figure out who they are on their own, independent of a romantic relationship with another person. But Cameron and Colin have been with each other through these transitions and, in my eyes at least, have done so in a really special way by supporting one another throughout the changes. Thanks for listening to Cameron and Colin's episode. You can find us on Instagram and on iTunes at Pillow Talk the Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to season one of Pillow Talk. We'll talk to you soon.